Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right now we are joined by the sheriff. Sheriff Eric Sampson. Full uniform and everything. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Matt? Doing good. How are you? Good. Happy birthday. I won't be singing it to you like Thank the former I, interviewee. God, but... you have no idea how much I appreciate you not singing <laughs> it to me. That's I, that's That's great. Um, uh, you still have all all ten fingers after all, the fireworks over the weekend. You're yeah, good. Yeah, okay. I, apparently, locally, uh, fireworks displays and uh, individuals were safe because we didn't have uh, many incidents reported other outside of the normal routine kind of complaints about fireworks going off. Yeah, because you know people are mad that their dogs are mad. Like yes. you know, yeah. which really I, I don't blame them. And sometimes there's different. To, you know, that's a good question. Let me lead off with that. Are there? It, it does, is it different by town? Like when you can launch them? What timed stuff like that? Well, where are you going to be? Different towns have ordinances. Um, you know, you've you've got the state law uh, which allows you over the Fourth of July weekend to do displays later into the evening. Uh, some towns like the municipalities, you know, the Twin Cities have stricter ordinances regarding where you can and can't do it or could be that it's prohibited uh but most of the towns follow suit with just state law um so it's i don't want to say free reign because that sounds it's regulated by what the law allows uh the issues we deal with i had a gentleman call me up um he was concerned because he's a veteran uh too close to the home is there any you know property guidance rules so you know we basically were updating people with the law saying here's what we're empowered to do uh beyond that unfortunately it's an inconvenience you have to deal with uh because the law allows it uh and we have a lot of that people want to know the particularities of the law and some people that you talk to can't google it don't have the website um, because they just don't have those kind of capabilities so we do the research provide it to them and it can be time consuming and, and frustrating for residents i can imagine especially folks uh, suffering from ptsd the last thing they want to hear is mortar going off next door yeah um Events uh, the department's recently participated in. It's been summertime. I've seen you guys all over the place. Yeah, uh, we're trying to get different people involved in different things. Uh, most recently, we had the Poland Heritage Days. Uh, I talked to you about that in May, where I actually sat in the dunk tape for half an hour. Uh, it was nice and chilly with a, a little breeze, but uh, we got through that. Uh, I also had the, uh, a couple of the uh, deputies there running our OUI cart, uh, OUI awareness program. Basically, we have a golf cart we bring around. We use it predominantly for uh, you know community events like that, but also alternative sentencing programs where we have uh, what we call fatal vision goggles or what are called fatal vision goggles that simulate when you put these goggles on, the level of intoxicated you'd be at, let's say a 0.08 to up to, I think it's a 0.22. So people can see the different effect and how it affects their vision, their sight. Um, and we have them drive the car through a, a, a typical obstacle course, not very challenging, but you can see uh, by ha- being sober, putting one of these on, simulating how you see things under that level of intoxication, uh, how it affects your driving, how it affects your, uh, you know, your vision, and uh, you basically your outlook on things. Uh, you, you, you feel it almost automat- automatically. Uh, uh, so it's, it's good. A lot of people participate. It's good to have it there because, you know, it's just another thing informing people and it's another tool we have uh, to get out and do community type events. Uh, we also, through the Maine Sheriff's Association, um, 
Camp Postcard just completed. It's an opportunity for kids that wouldn't normally have the chance to go to camps to attend a summer camp for a week. Uh, the goal was to have 150 participants. I believe they had 146. A lot of the sheriffs had a presence there. There was a demo day. Uh, we all had staff that were allocated to help out with uh, the children. Um, and overall, it was a success. You know, a lot of a lot of these kids wouldn't have the opportunity to attend camp if not for the Sheriff's Association sponsoring camp postcard. And uh, fortunately for us, it was right here in Poland, so we got to attend multiple times. Uh, and other than that, I, I participated in the torch run as well as the Rancourt run, um, you know, which all benefit Special Olympics. And there was other members of the department that participated in both as well. Uh, going through the Rancourt run and the torch run for Special Olympics this year, uh, departmentally we're going to set a goal of trying to get more people involved, to have a bigger showing, and to raise more money and awareness for Special Olympics. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. We'll have more with him coming up. And a reminder at this hour of the Breakfast Club is brought to you by Fishbones American Grill and the renovated Bates Mill number 670 Lincoln Street in Lewiston. Join for lunch Monday through Friday and dinner through Saturdays. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. The new Z1055. Just thanking Mitchell Clyde Thomas for singing happy birthday to me. Yes, he was still here. Tw- 21 minutes after his interview, still hanging out. He's talking with Sheriff Sampson. He is. He's a, he's a talker. That's what he does. That's what he does. It's Breakfast Club, Z1055. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. And we're talking about all sorts of things. It's budget season. Do, do we do we mark that with like uh, with decorations around town with like little dollar signs and, we mark and pens, with big or anything? banners? It's our biggest promotion of the year. No, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because everybody else is just completing their budgets, their town meetings. The, you know, the state just apparently is near finished, complete their work with budgets, and here comes the county just starting out. Um, yeah, no. At the commissioner's meeting the other night, uh, we run on a calendar year budget um, other than the jail, which is going to cause some confusion later on because of the reversal of jail consolidation. But uh, the commissioner have asked that we submit a budget um, or submit our budgets, and uh, they want them first week of August. And, of course, it goes through that process much like it would a council or a town manager. And then they will turn it over to the budget committee. And I'm kind of interested to see how the process goes. Um, you know, it's easy to plug in numbers in a document and then work from it as long as you have that communication and meetings and probably workshops involved to explain what you're looking at um, because you know there's some things where there might be a cost in one line but a savings in another and you need the opportunity to explain that so it'll be my first uh, you know I guess budget presentation or building a budget for the department to give to the commissioners and I'm kind of you know, I got a little anxiety, a little anxious to go through the process, see how it unfolds and how we work together to, uh, you know, fund the department. Uh, obviously, majority of the funding coming from the property taxes uh, in the county. So you're very conscious of that um, and, you know, respectful to we may have needs, but the people paying have a tolerance level. So we're, we're conscious of that. And then what we're doing is we're looking at the things that are obvious to us. You know, you need to replace cars. People need uniforms. But there's also some hidden costs of things that we don't think of routinely, and we're trying to make sure we cover it all so we can plan for the future because you have uh, things you don't think about like computer replacements or simple chairs. Uh, so it's really a bottom-up, top-down evaluation of every division, every department, and what our needs are, and involving as many people. We've solicited an idea from our maintenance crew, um, staff from every level, because we want to make sure everything's included, and then 
prioritize from there for our submission for the county commissioners. Are you going to be using a pie chart or anything as part of your presentation? No, I'm PowerPoint? Not, I'm not a big PowerPoint pie chart guy, although if that is what the commissioners request, we can come up probably <laughs> with a PowerPoint. Um, but pie charts, you know, you can cut out any piece of the pie you'd like. Uh, but we'll give them whatever they need to, you know, and as far as the budget uh, committee goes when we come to them, if, if the graphs are helpful, I've seen other department heads attempt to use them. Sometimes it can kind of confuse the message. Uh, but you know we're willing to provide any documentation, any information needed uh, to make the you know budget process smooth and hopefully successful for our, all three units involved. Well, now that we've talked about pie, I'm hungry, so we're going to take a break. It's 824, right. 73 degrees. Talk with Sheriff Eric Sampson on the Breakfast Club Z1055. It's a Tuesday. The best things in life are free, but you can. 838, 74 degrees. Sheriff Sampson continues with us now. We'll pick up where we left off. Where does LD-186 stand? And for those that aren't up on their legislative lingo, it's the jail consolidation reversal. Well, it, uh, you know, after a couple of amendments, they had uh, right in the stretch run, there was a floor amendment, a majority report. Um, so there was a lot of confusion. Out of the legislative branch, the uh, majority report passed. Then it went on to the Senate. They made several amendments uh, that kind of, confused us because we didn't understand uh, or didn't have the information available as how they based their decision in that past. So I believe it's gone on to the governor's desk. Um, but it, it, it's kind of an odd situation because you had two amendments that locally didn't really work for us uh, as far as budgetary and tax-wise. Uh, it reduced the funding available without allowing us to recover, nor would we want to recover an amount or put the burden on the property taxpayers. But when you're looking at a, a facility that runs on basically $6 million and you're only able to come up with about $5.4 million in funding, it, it's kind of concerning uh, because, you know, you're still open for business. You still have to house the prisoners. You still have to pay the employees to be there um, in all the services provided therein. Uh, when it went through the Senate, it was the, the funding available through the state to get out of the consolidation was reduced a little bit. And there was some funding formulas put in. And the problem is I can look at a formula and understand we'll get 10% of some fee or some fine somewhere, but without knowing what 10% equals or what the uh, normal amount would be from that or the revenue stream we're potentially looking at, it, it doesn't give me uh, the ability to say, all right, we're going to get you know $5,000 a month off this surcharge or 10% of this fee uh, to allocate towards budget, or it's going to give me $50 a month. So there's a lot of apprehension, a little concern about are we going to have the necessary funding involved to run the operation as we do today um, because we're a facility that is, you know, rated for right around 150 inmates. We customarily hold over that. Currently, our headcount, including uh, individuals we have boarded out, is probably over 180. Uh, of course, it changes every day. Uh, so th th there's a lot of concerns there. There's a lot of uncertainty until these things are resolved. Um, you know, we're just waiting, you know, waiting and seeing what the state determines, keeping our legislative delegation informed. And a lot of them have called and asked questions. And I think most understand. I think it was a position some took of which amendment do I vote for? And then some outright voted against the reversal because they realized the financial burden it would place on the property taxpayers. So they reversed the reversal. Yeah, Does you know, that create it, a paradox of wait, some type? Yeah, I, I don't know, but it seems like every amendment that came up just put <laughs> Andrew Scotland County in a worse situation. So, oh, yeah. and, and the other part is, like I had talked to you previously about, is 
we're going to be talking about our budgets for civil dispatch uh, and patrol, as well as the other county budgets that will be produced to the county commissioners. Um, but the jail budget was put on a fiscal calendar as part of the consolidation. So now the concern comes out in a fiscal calendar would be, you know, the July through June, which we're operating on now, where the county is on January through December. Uh, where are we and do we actually have a budget now that this has been reversed? Because, I mean, we're still open and we still have employees showing up to work. You know, where are we budget proposals? Because it's got to go through that budget process if it is truly back owned and managed by the counties. So we're talking with Sheriff Eric Sampson about all things sheriffy. You can hear this interview online at Z1055.com. If you missed any of it, we'll have more with him coming up. It's a breakfast club on Z1055 75 humid degrees. The Breakfast Club. The news continues. Z1055, Ellie's only local radio station. 850, 75 degrees. Wrapping up with Sheriff Eric Sampson. If you missed the first three segments of this interview or the first couple or whatever, you can always listen to the full interview later on. Z1055.com. We'll put it up on the audio archives. What are some of the upcoming things the apartment's going to be involved in? Well, I know a, a couple of months ago we talked about the grants we received, and we're still you know, exercising those grants or using the funds available to have saturation patrols um, for OUI detection, um, speed enforcement, uh, maybe a couple of roadblocks plan. I know we've been talking with other agencies about probably you know, sharing resources uh, to have a bigger effect. We've got uh, more OUI programs coming throughout the summer through the jail uh, people uh, with minimal offenses will go to alternative sentencing and you know do work for some of our schools or local nonprofits with the participants involved again um, these people attend the programs in lieu of going to jail they pay to go uh, it's generally revenue neutral we you know don't advertise it as a money maker but it's a cost saver as far as our headcount and to run the facility um, coming up in September, uh, we're going to be participating in the Green Days, much like Poland Heritage Days. We'll have the OUI cart there um, if the, you know, with the goggles and set up a little display. We might have our canine available to do a demonstration, um, depending on the work schedule. And uh, other than that, you know, when we're asked to participate in, in parades or, or functions in communities, we generally make ourselves available or have somebody available. Uh, it's been limited, but I just want to put it out there that if your community is having a parade and you want to involve the sheriff's department, have a cruiser or some sort of display, you know, give us a call. We're pretty accommodating and we're trying to increase our community involvement, get in touch more with the base and the residency, uh, to have better relationships with the communities we serve. Um, and I'm going to start to get around to one of my political goals, which was attend more selectmen's meetings, council meetings. Um, and kind of introduce myself, you know, things happen, we get busy. Uh, it was something I'm, I'm really determined to do. And, um, I'm, you know, I still got time to do it, but here we are seven months in and I've only been able to attend a few selectmen's meetings and some of the tri town meetings. And I just want to do more of that myself. Um, tonight I'll be meeting with the Poland selectmen. They want to talk about law enforcement and the things going on in their community. And it's a great opportunity for them to know what's happening in their community, know what's available for services, and also for us to hear their concerns. You know, it's two ways. So I look forward to doing more of that in the upcoming months now that towns have their budgets in place and aren't um, preoccupied with that whole process. Um, I think it's the appropriate time to introduce myself, the department, and uh, get to know the communities even better. Weird question. Does the crime rate, uh, and we got about 30 seconds here, but it, it's, it's a question I've, I've wondered about. I assume crime rate probably goes up a little bit during the summertime. How do you guys prepare for that? Well, a lot of the times we have uh, scheduling. We have, uh, 
some some shifts that we we fill more you know readily during the summer months we it's a priority to have them filled fortunately right now we have an overlap um that we use utilize to its fullest during the summer months uh when school's out things like that things that you know people would be out later temperatures rise so do people's tempers sometimes uh you know and, and people find themselves getting into more trouble with the free time vacationing things like that uh so during the summer months where we have a, an extra shift, we just utilize that to its potential, make sure that if it's vacant for vacation purposes or sick time that it's filled uh, and we use it to its potential there and you know kind of share that coverage out. If we know something's going on in the community, like they make us aware, we'll schedule extra patrols. And a lot of times people will contract to have a deputy at certain events or that when certain things are going on in the town. So we readily accommodate when we know these things. Sheriff Eric Sampson. He joins us pretty regularly. We'll see him again soon. Thank you very much. Good to see you. And nice seeing you and happy birthday. Yeah, oh, thank you. And again, <laughs> thank you for not singing it. I appreciate that. Yes. We'll have more coming up. And a reminder, this hour of the Breakfast Club was brought to you by the Fishbones American Grill, the renovated Bates Mill, number 6, 70 Lincoln Street in Lewiston. Join us for lunch on Monday through Friday, dinner through Saturdays. It's 854 and 76 degrees on the Z. The Breakfast Club. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.